This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. This is Knowledge at Wharton here on Sirius XM 111 Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Most parents understand the issues surrounding the cost of college education these days. That is part of the reason why we have some of the savings vehicles in place to put money away for those costs. But then there are also the traditional scholarships, loans, etc., to help pay down the costs so that students aren't left with that whopping bill at the end of the four years. But a relatively new idea is emerging as a way to pay for some of the cost of college. Jim Johnston is the CEO of Sage Scholars, a company that is using reward systems to help people earn money towards the cost of college. Jim is also the former director of admissions and financial aid right here at the Wharton School. Jim, great to meet you. Thank you for coming on. It's wonderful to be here. And uh, the campus has changed a great deal since my years uh, as the head of admissions, which, believe it or not, was uh, in the mid-70s. And I'm just delighted to be back. This building was not here. You even mentioned our first home, Vance Hall, for our first few months on the air, wasn't there when no. you were here as well. No, it wasn't, but it's beautiful. Well, tell us about Sage Scholars, because it's it, we are in a time where obviously so many families are concerned about being able to put their sons and daughters through college. Uh, tell us how the idea first came about. It's a funny story. Uh, I uh, When I was at Wharton, uh, I had my MBA, and when I was uh, there uh, working in the admissions office, uh, I did my doctorate, and I left and uh, created a program called Educational Advisory Services, and, and we basically uh, provided uh, counseling for families, uh, individuals, uh, organizations uh, about what to do with uh, college placement or boarding school and so forth. And we had, for example, we had contracts with the NBA and NFL Players Association, you know, what happens after your career. Sure, yeah. Um, and we did quite well, but I became obsessed with uh, the whole concept of paying for college. And I gave a keynote speech to the American Marketing Association uh, many years ago, and uh, it was not particularly well received because I <laughs> suggested to a couple hundred college presidents and VPs that they continue to increase tuition at double and triple the CPI. Uh, and didn't seem to think parents uh, had uh, necessarily any say in uh, in the cost. And I thought that was going to change. And then a very strange thing happened. Literally, uh, perhaps six weeks after uh, that uh, keynote speech uh, in central Pennsylvania, uh, a lovely little college called Lebanon Valley College had a, had a president named John Sinodinos. And I would remark that John Sinodinos was also, he didn't like people to know this, but he, he was the cousin of Jimmy the Greek Snyder. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I often, yeah. Wondered, I often wondered if he had a gambling gene. Uh, <laughs> but John had empty seats and he had empty uh, dorms. And uh, bunks in the dorms. And so he made this radical uh, offer. He said, if you uh, have a child in the upper 10% of their high school class, he'd take a third off tuition. Uh, no questions asked. No need-based no need uh, uh, proof. Hmm. Uh, what he was doing was simply saying that as long as his marginal revenue was higher than his marginal cost, why not do it? I sure. mean, he was looking at basically the airline model. Yet, strangely enough, 20 years ago, that was never hadn't been done before. And it worked. So other colleges began looking at this, and they began adopting the model. And it's funny, because at first they wouldn't admit these were simply discounts off tuition. 
Uh, one of them, one of the schools called it the the Chancellor's Award of Meritorious Service. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Put <laughs> a big name on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That makes it sound better. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. Uh, um, but what I realized was a unique opportunity there. The colleges didn't know how to market these programs, these these discounts, as widely as I thought a third party could. So I ran around to a bunch of college presidents that I knew and suggested that perhaps we could create a consortium uh, and market this as as a group. And it took three years to get the program off the ground. But once it did, we began offering something we call tuition rewards. And it looks like frequent flyer uh, uh, points. Basically, what we said was you can earn tuition rewards, and each reward is equal to a dollar off full tuition. Uh, it's only at private colleges. And the reason for that is it has to be non-need based. And theoretically, sure. the public's using public money has to be need based. Sure, yeah. So we stick to the privates. When you look at the very, very best of the privates, places like Penn that admitted 8.4% of their applicant pool this year, they're not going to do this. But when you look at the real fine average schools uh, in America, for them, this represented an opportunity to recruit families who were, in in the words of Larry Brown, the, the great the college and pro basketball coach, doing the right thing, meaning basically they were saving and preparing for their children or their grandchildren's college education. It was a great opportunity. And we basically had three sets uh, of clients. Our clients were the colleges who were looking for families that would be interested in a quality private higher education and needed information and encouragement to save. The second uh, client was the families. And and many families believe that they don't qualify for financial aid. Mm-hmm. Whether they do or not, it's questionable. But why argue? If they don't think they do, then then fine. Encourage them to join this program because it's not need-based. Right. And then the third was the whole series of organizations, businesses, et cetera, that could use this as a value-based differentiator. And I think that's where mm-hmm. my marketing background came in at Wharton because I looked and said, where are there where are there companies or organizations that could use this sort of thing to differentiate themselves in their competition? One of the very first places was credit unions. For example, sure. yeah. you're going to get 1% or whatever you get on your CD. And if you go to one particular credit union, they're going to give you a, a gym bag. Uh, if you go to, you know, if you, really, if you go to, if you go to a state employee's you mean federal, they, You mean they ran out of pens? Yeah, yeah, they ran out of pens. They're going to give you a gym bag. You know, so if you go to a state employee's federal credit union of New York, SEFQ, with 175,000 uh, 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 customers, they're going to give you 5% of the value of your deposit or checking account annually as a tuition reward. So let me give you an example. You mm-hmm. have a CD that rolls over. You're going to get 1% there. You're going to get 1% wherever you do or whatever the number is. Yeah. But at SEFQ, you get 5% of $50,000. Let's say it's a $50,000 CD. You get 2,500 points a year. If it's a five-year CD, you've gotten 12,500 points, which translates to $12,500 in scholarships that you can use in any of our 400 colleges in yeah. 46 states. Now, which is better, that or a gym bag? You know, I mean, you make your own decision. So, I mean, you mentioned about the, the instance you were talking about with Lebanon Valley College. Is is the need for some of these schools there to, to want to be in this type of a program to make sure that they are, as you say, kind of continuing to make sure that they are filling their slots at their, at their schools? Colleges, uh, there's only 20% of all of your colleges in America that 
admit less than 50% of the applicant pool. Right. For the vast majority of colleges, particularly the privates, the good privates, it's it's a continual battle to fill their, their classes with qualified students. And by qualified, I mean academically and economically viable students. So yes, this is a way for them to basically find a good database of kids that we have found for them. And remember, the colleges don't pay a thing for this. The families don't pay a thing. The only our, – our model – it's a very lovely structure. Our model charges uh, organizations that use this to differentiate themselves. Right. And this, this proceeded very nicely, and we began to use it as an HR benefit. I mean, it's a lovely HR benefit. You, you work for XYZ company, and sure. every year you yeah. work, you get 5,000 points for your kids to yep. go to school. It's a very nice, it's a very nice benefit. But what happened about three years ago was really remarkable. Uh, a, a woman named Virginia Chang, Ph.D. M.D. Uh, out of NYU. She originally been at Penn, by the way. Uh, she and her colleagues crunched uh, a million and a quarter lives uh, from 1925 to 2010, and discovered that there's actually there's actually a stronger positive correlation between completing a college degree and health and wellness sure. than the negative correlation between smoking and health and wellness. That's a stunning that's fact. A, that's a significant ratio there. It really is. The, uh, uh, the, the Washington uh, uh, Post ran an article and it said, not having a college degree more injurious to your health than smoking, right. comma, study fines. Well, what that did was we went to the major insurance uh, companies, the health insurance companies, and we said, do you have a, you know weight, weight control programs? Yes, we do. Do you have smoking cessation programs? Yes, we do. Do you have college scholarship programs? Well, no. Why do we do that? We'll read this study. And yeah. they go, wow, we didn't know that. Then they say, well, how in God's name can we afford $10,000 per kid uh, for a scholarship? And the answer is it's not what it is. These are discounts. They're not dollars. Yeah. And at a figure – Basically, somewhere in the neighborhood of ten dollars uh, per kid per, uh, per per customer per year, you can have scholarships up to a year's tuition spread over four years of college. But it, it basically plays on, on a business philosophy, which I think gets lost at times. And you kind of alluded to it: is that you know, company wants to make a amount x amount of profit, but if they don't, you know, have enough customers to reach x amount of profit. Well, can they get to Y amount of profit, which would be a little bit less, but still be able to get all of those people there? And it's that recognition that, you know, maybe that that overall number might not be as high, but you're going to fill out the number of spots that you need to fill out. Sinodinos, uh, John, the, the, he's deceased, the, the president of, of that college, Lebanon Valley, was a genius because, strangely enough, prior to this time, and, and, and those of your listeners who have a business background will be shocked by this. But if you go back 20, 25 years ago, colleges didn't understand net tuition revenue. They had no idea that what you needed to do was determine how much net tuition could you bring in per student. John saw that, said, fine, we'll take take a haircut and bring in more students and fill classes. We're not going to have to hire new profs or build new buildings. Now, the the variety of options in, in looking on your website, the variety of options that people can be involved with, in terms of being able to earn these credits, the, these rewards, 
Uh, it, you just laid out a couple of them, but you also have them on, well, you said CDs, but also potentially like the 529 programs that people would be saving anyway for. Yes. Uh, insurance, which you mentioned as well, that companies, obviously, if you're buying a specific type of insurance through a provider, then you could be able to, to earn credit for that. And there's other ways as well. Yeah, and a perfect example that would be uh, Independence Blue Cross uh, in in uh, Eastern Pennsylvania. I mean, you know, not to shill for Independence Blue Cross because they don't need me shilling for them. That's for sure. Uh, but basically, if a corporation uses Blue Cross for their health insurance for the employees, all the employees get scholarships for their kids. Yeah, and that's a wonderful opportunity. Uh, uh, we're just moving to a new program, uh, Dan, where we're, we're uh, going directly to the uh, schools, and we're going to make this available to the students through the school counselors. And we're, we're getting a great, great positive response to that because, again, what we're trying to do, you know, we, we, we just want families to do the right thing. We want them yep. to save and prepare for their children's education. we got a program we call LIFE 211. I love the acronyms. Uh-huh. L-I-F-E 211. Uh-huh. And Life 211 says, basically, if you will put away for 10 years, if you'll put away 5% of your gross earnings, that will pay, given normal expectations of the stock market and the increase in tuition, that will pay for two years of your kid's college tuition. Uh-huh. That's the two in Life 211. The one is... Fine. The kid can pay for one year of college himself by starting in ninth grade or whatever and, you know, doing the things that kids do and working through college 10 hours a week. Yeah. And that's one year. And then the final year is the kid can take out loans equal to one year of college. And if they do that, they can pay those back in 10 years at 5% of their salary for those first uh, 10 years of employment. So what you're basically saying is Life 211 says – there's a way to pay for your kid's education if you're willing to be disciplined. If you'll put away 5%, if your child will work while in school, and if your child will take loans that they can pay back in 10 years at 5%, college is paid for. It's a beautiful thing. Are people that disciplined enough to do that, though? No. <laughs> we want them to be. That's yeah, our mission. Right. That's yeah. our mission. We, we, we want, you know... I do this really nice thing. That it's, it's, we do a lot of public speaking at places, and I'll stand up and get this look on my face. You know, and I'm an old guy, and I'll get this you know long look on my face, and I'll say to the fathers here in the audience, "Would you give your life for your child? Mm-hmm. Raise your hand." Everybody raises their hand. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, I say, sure. I say, "Okay, would you give five percent of your salary?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they think. Yeah, exactly. Like, wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. You asked me to give my life. That's okay. But 5% of my salary, I'm not sure. Yeah. That's our mission, to try to get people to get very, very uh, systematic about saving and preparing for the kids' education. So right now on your list of institutions, you said you have about 400 private mm-hmm. colleges that, yep. that are involved in this program. Uh, if If a person gets involved in it and they are starting that savings, Yet their child does not go to want to go to one of those four hundred colleges. What happens? Well, I, I would imagine that that the credit just just dissolves. Correct. Two, two things. One, they can transfer the credits off to another, and you can you can use them basically for children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews. Oh, okay. You can transfer them. And okay. secondly, it's really really important. Remember, it's not money. It's correct. It's, yep. it's frequent flyer points basically. Yeah. So that the nice thing about this is. We want you to save money in Pennsylvania's 529 plan. If you do that and your child decides to go to Penn State, which is a public and not part of ours, instead of Duquesne, which is one of ours, 
you haven't lost a thing. You've right. saved the money, anyway. which you should have anyway. Yeah. It's a great setup. So, I mean, how where, where is the where do you think this will will, will take? I mean, you have 400 <laughs> private colleges right now that are involved. Obviously, you would like to add uh, more colleges because of the belief that you have in terms of this program and what it can do for families in terms of helping sons, daughters, nieces, nephews, etc. Well, that's that's a good that's a good point, Dan. There are uh, 1,500 uh, private colleges in America. Uh, probably seven or eight hundred of them are not our markets. They're either uh, Penn and Harvard, which, you know, as I say, Penn admitted eight point yeah. four. They don't need us, and, and God bless them. Uh, or there are a great many very, very small, very small, singular uh, uh, colleges throughout the country that have one hundred thirty-five students. People don't realize it, but they're all over the place. Sure, yeah. So that our market is probably seven hundred, seven hundred and fifty colleges, something like that. We've got over half of them. We've got 400, uh, just under 400. We would like to increase that number. But the other thing we really want to do is we want to – we've got 6.2 million eligible families in this program right now. And we've got about a half million kids who are actually signed up in the program, earning tuition rewards, getting regular emails from us, being encouraged, as are the parents. Yeah. We'd like to really, really increase that. And one of the ways is to go to companies – and offer it as an employee benefit. Yeah. And again, yeah. you know, a company with 500 employees, for $5,000, they can have this program for scholarships for all their kids. I mean, it's, it's a great deal for them, and it's a very nice, it's a very nice perk. And, and one of the schools that you have involved is, is Detroit Mercy. And, and I found that interesting with, on the list because of, of kind of the, the rebirth that Detroit is trying to go through right now, obviously all the economic problems that that city has had yeah. over the years. Uh, that that would seemingly be a, a, a potential great benefit for people in that part of the country to be able to send their sons and daughters to a high-quality uh, institution like Detroit Mercy. And it, it also would probably, at some level, stimulate economically that that part of, of, of that region. This is the closest thing to a win-win-win that I know. Uh, you know, we're doing well. Uh, the company does very well, but we're doing good. I mean, we're we're helping families. We're helping colleges. I, I mean, we just had a very lovely uh, statistic from a terrific uh, uh, engineering and business and uh, business school in upstate New York called Clarkson. Uh, I would yeah. point out as a pitch for Clarkson that their women's hockey team won the NCAA uh, Division One two of the last three yep. years. Yep. Um, but this last year. They had 44 kids that applied to Clarkson through us, and uh, they admitted 42 of them because we've got really good kids. And they actually walked close to a dozen kids into that entering class, which they can directly attribute to what we've done for them. So here they are in in, uh, St. Lawrence County. Uh, in upstate New York, that's filled with poverty, and yet we're providing them students. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a great opportunity for us to be helpful. I, I would think the conversations with with some of the businesses you kind of alluded to in some of these areas become you know very important. As you said, it's a benefit that companies are looking for those benefits to be able to provide their employees to differentiate themselves from somebody else. And I would think more companies that may be linked with some of these universities and colleges you already are associated with. It would be a natural partnership for them. Yeah, and we're actually creating links for them. You know, it was one thing when you had 10% unemployment. You had 3.9% unemployment now, and, and corporations are trying to figure out how to auger in 
to uh, uh, the senior and junior classes of colleges. Yeah. And uh, we're creating programs that basically help them do that uh, so that it's a, it's a two-way street. You know, not only are we giving them these tuition rewards to give to their employees' kids, but we're also showing them ways that they can work with our member colleges to try to basically uh, uh, create employment opportunities. The website, by the way, is tuitionrewards.com for people that would like to find out. The company is Sage Scholars. Jim Johnston is the CEO joining me here in the studio and also uh, former director of admissions and financial aid here at the Wharton School. Uh, for, for those people that are hearing this and maybe their company is not necessarily linked with you right now, but they like the idea, what are the options for, for those families to be able to potentially be involved in something like this? We're going to, we'd like those, those corporate Corporations that reach out to us, uh, you know, support at sagescholars.com. Uh, but we're we're beginning to uh, reach out uh, again to high schools and to school counselors. Uh, we've got on our website an enormous number of other opportunities, ranging from Pennsylvania's 529, which is a wonderful 529 plan, yeah. uh, to insurance companies, uh, uh, to other banks, and so forth. That. Uh, we're speaking with automobile uh, uh, firms right now. Our, our, oh. our feeling is, why not make this available if, if you buy a new fill-in-the-blank because we're not there yet? Uh, you know, why not make this a perk that you get when you when you purchase that, that car? Uh, I mean, there's a whole variety of ways you can use this to differentiate yourself, but to help your clients, whether your clients are employees of yours or whether they're your clients, uh, there's something we can do for it. So is this really, to a degree, an open-ended way in, in a yeah. variety of companies, in a variety of manners, to be able to help the, help the education process out for a lot of people in this country? That's exactly what we're trying to do. We're just trying to find a way. And again, we believe in all higher education, not, 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 not just private, but public as well. But our niche is, is private higher education. And we really believe that there's a new way to, to provide information uh, about private higher education, and the way is through the parents. Historically, it was always through the children. That's before cost was as important as it is now. So sure. our feeling is we need to get the parents and say to them, listen, you can afford a quality higher education. You can actually afford that. Here's how. Uh, and that's a, different, that's a different entry into that funnel you know, that becomes ultimately matriculation. Great having you here in the studio. Nice, I loved it. Nice meeting you. Yeah, I've loved it. Thank you for coming in. So great to be back here on campus, and, too. And again, the website for people to find out more is? Uh, uh, tuition Rewards. TuitionRewards.com. Dot com. And for people to find out more. Or you can do Sage Scholars and just Google us. You're exactly right. Great. Nice meeting you, Jim. Thanks, Thanks so much, very much, for Sure do in. appreciate it. For more insight from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. Thank you.